Welcome, dear listener, to the Spooky Songs Podcast. Your home to all manner of beats that go bump in the night. <laughs> Join us as we scare up the stories behind some of the spookiest songs ever recorded. And now, here are your hosts, Levi Bushu and Edgar Dieterman. Welcome to the Spooky Songs Podcast. We are your hosts, Edgar Dieterman and Levi Bushu, and we're here to discuss songs that play into themes about horror, hauntings, murder, the macabre, and the unknown. We are here to keep you supplied with horrific tunes to keep your Halloween playlist stocked with haunting hits all year long. This week, we're presenting two songs all about aliens that are a little rough around the edges. There's no fancy pants, hoity-toity Vulcans here. No charmingly sweet E.T. the extraterrestrials. And certainly no furry Chewbacca to have your back in an intergalactic dust-up. These are the aliens you may not want to phone home about. Ed, you're first up this week. What's your choice for our first bad-mannered Martian? Starting off smoking in the boys' room in 1973, this band graduated to smoking Martian cigarettes in a diner in Martian Boogie. Recorded in 1977, this is officially the first song on Spooky Songs to appear on the U.S. Hot 100. This probably comes as no surprise, but this will not happen that often. Even though they did hit a respectable 59 spot, the group sadly broke up not too long after in 1979. Most notably, they performed in a reunion on a season 10 episode of King of the Hill, where they provided voices that were criminally upstaged by guest appearances from Tom Petty and the Toodles from the hit TV show American Chopper. Greatest thing to ever happen to Walmart's clothing department. Until Ed Hardy came out, that is. <laughs> Let's give Brownville Station the credit they deserve by playing their amazing tale of intergalactic brotherhood, Martian Boogie. Now, in 28 years of eating hamburgers, I ain't never run into no Martian at a 2.30 in the morning and certainly not at a fine scarfing establishment like Eat. Well, he was sitting over there with a bunch of colored sticks on his plate, and I looked over at him and I said, What you eating there, boy? Crayons? And he said, Why, no, they're Martian cigarettes. Here, try one. Well, about a half hour later, he looked over at me and smiled. Them old Martians ain't got but two teeth in their head. And he said, How do you feel? And I said, One Martian, one burger with cheese. Yeah, this sounds like George Thorogood. I love this. This rocks. I love George Thorogood, but I want you to know that his first album came out in October of 77, and this song hit the charts in September. So this song came out <laughs> first, and it's better. Yeah, so this, like, when it comes to a battle between Brownsville Station and George Thorogood, Brownsville Station is officially the better, the, the better rock group, right? This song is, however the kids say it, this song slaps. This song <laughs> is just a bop. It is so good. 
Yeah, it has. I mean, there's so many different movements to it. Like it, the song just kind of like evolves and changes as you listen to it. It's I'm, I'm calling this the Bohemian Rhapsody of spooky songs. Every minute of this song, which is a lot because this is a seven minute song, gets different than the last minute. And it's fantastic. Yeah, so a weird, like, kind of fun fact about this. Um, I was watching Men in Black 2, and there's a diner in Men in Black 2 where Will Smith is eating with a bunch of aliens. And the name of the diner is called Eat. 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 Like, so it's like, I can't, I, I wonder if. It has to be like doing, a, a little point back to this song. Yeah, like someone from set design has to be a big Brownsville Station fan. Like, And as most of this song is, or this band is known for uh, smoking in the boys room, it is criminally underrated that this song isn't bigger. And like, how is all of Brownsville Station songs about smoking? Like, is the brown and Brownsville Station referring to, like, the nicotine stains on their shirts? Because, like, I think that's like, just all that they do is travel in a cloud of nicotine smoke. I think it'd be great if these guys were, like, straight edge and didn't actually smoke. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this is what it's we like, think smoking would be like. This is You would smoke with a Martian. This song is just, like, if we were the cool kids in high school smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> yeah, don't spark, smoke Martian cigarettes, man. Believe in the power of Jesus Christ, all right? <laughs> Okay, so moving on, my choice for this episode is one that may be a little bit too obvious for spooky songs, but I can't help it because it's from one of my favorite movies. It's from 1986's Little Shop of Horrors, and it's from the moment when Audrey II's plan to conquer the world is finally within his... Or or her. Yes, or her. So I I don't know how to gender a plant, all right? Like, it's, it's, it's a lady's name with a man's voice. It's really confusing. So right when it's planned to conquer the world is right within it or they's viney grasp. It belts out the catchiest song of the entire show. Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. This song is voiced by Levi Stubbs. Hey, Levi, that's my name. Uh, he's the lead singer of the legendary singing group, The Four Tops. These guys, you, you know who they are. They're big. They're, they're one of the best doo-wop singing groups that's ever existed. Um, one cool fact about this song is it not only has the dubious honor of being the first Academy Award song that's been nominated, uh, to be sung by a villain, but it's also the first song with profanity to be nominated. So that's good for you, Aubrey too. Yeah. I'm not even going to be upset that it didn't win because take my breath away from Top Gun one, which I mean, that's. We're living in an age where Maverick is the biggest selling movie. So, I mean, it's still going strong. Uh, it was also in really good company. Um, other songs that were nominated that year were uh, The Glory of Love from Karate Kid 2. And Somewhere Out There from uh, Fievel, An American Tale. And that song still makes me cry to this day. If you don't cry when Fievel sings Somewhere Out There, you don't have a heart. There's something wrong with you. Um, but yeah, all those songs, certified bangers. But somewhere out there, see what I did there? There's a listener that's ready for me to shut up and play this song. So here you have it. Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. Somewhere out there.
Well, I can tell you like that song only because that singer's name is Levi. <laughs> it's the only other person named Levi. And we, we have a brotherhood. All right. Like there's there's something that unites all the Levi's in the world. And it's Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. <laughs> it's uh, it's I mean, this is such a great song. I mean, it it maybe should have won the Academy Award. I, I don't know if Take My no. Breath Away should have done that. But it couldn't have beaten uh, American God, whatever the, the little mouse guy. <laughs> yeah, five uh, that <laughs> somewhere out there was not it was gonna lose to Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. Okay, so this may this could have beat Glory of Love though. Yeah, I don't care what you say. Yeah. Now, one thing I do like about this song is the music almost sounds like a Lionel Richie song from the time, <laughs> and then it sounds it like he's trying to be Rick James. Like I love it. I never heard that before, but yeah, like this could be the backing to like all night long. Like they could have done like a little samba interlude in this and it would have worked. Audrey could have had a Jerry curl and it would have just been like Rick James singing about being from outer space. You know what? <laughs> if this was Rick James, like thinking of Audrey two slapping Eddie Murphy's brother, <laughs> what, what did the five vines say to the face? Slap. <laughs> But yeah, I used to watch this movie all the time. We had recorded it when it was on TV, you know, back in the 80s on you know, that terrible like Polaroid videotape that you would have. <laughs> Recording over five other years worth of things you had recorded. Right. Yeah. And there's always like commercials for the uh, like whatever's going to be on the news that night, you know, like the Star Wars holiday special where they had like the fighting the frizzies guy. Yeah. The trackings like, all off. You get lines <laughs> through it every once in a while. Yeah, but um, I, also, I heard this song performed recently. Um, so my wife and I, we go to a Six Flags Fright Fest every year. And every year they have a show called The Jack and Katie Show. And what they do is they do like a song with a bunch of, like a, a show with a bunch of monsters. And they like, will like put in popular songs for the monsters to sing. And Frankenstein sings Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. And it was awesome. Like I, I know it's a it's a theme park show. It shouldn't be that great, but it is. But they clean it up because you know it's for kids. So you know, like when they sing the uh, "You get the point," I'm gonna break your balls. That you know that that part of the song. <laughs> Instead, to clean it up a little bit to make sure that you know no kids get traumatized by hearing about balls, because God forbid, he says, "Get the point." I'm gonna bust these walls because. He's Frankenstein. He'll break through a wall for something. He has the so. power of the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. They, they didn't they didn't touch on that in uh in Mary Shelley's version. And I think they should have. I think they should have gave the Kool-Aid <laughs> man his due credit. His due for teaching Frankenstein how to bust through some walls instead of balls. But yeah, that was a cool moment. This is a cool song. And until you came out of left field with Brownsville Station, I thought for sure I had the best pick for this theme. But I think you might have beat me on this. And I don't know, just another thing for a mean green mother to, from outer space to lose to. They lose the Academy Award. And then and they, they lose. lose the Martian pick on the esteemed Spooky Songs podcast. The Brownsville station. So congratulations. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna seed seed the to the superior song here. So why don't you go ahead and take us to the end here, Ed? I I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> on it. Thanks again for listening, geeks and ghouls. This concludes the second episode of the Spooky Songs podcast. If you'd like to reach out to us with questions, comments, or requests, feel free to send them to SpookySongsPodcast at gmail.com. You can also keep up with us on Instagram at Spooky Songs Podcast. We will give you listeners an opportunity to tell us which song best fits this episode's theme. We already know what you're going to pick. You don't have to humor me. <laughs> but we'll also post hints on the next episode's theme as well. So if you like what you heard, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify and follow us on the podcast service of your choice. If you want to hear a version of the podcast with songs played in their entirety, listen to us on Spotify. Their music and talk format allows us to play any songs that we want that without any edits at all. You don't have to deal with 30-second clips. You can listen to the whole song. So thank you again for listening. We hope you come back for new episodes on the first and third Monday of each month. In the boogie capital of the USA.